0: Recording here and I'm um, recording on the cloud. So, um, before we begin, I just want to let all our listeners know so this episode is going to be brought to you by Chat GPT 4. Um, I've, I've summarized it's given me a table. Then I don't know if you saw the table of all the topics we've discussed. It's very, very handy. Where's the table? So we're going to do that and then it's in the a, a group, a little a single screenshot. Oh, it's actually. Yeah. You know this holiday, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to sit, I mean, dedicate an afternoon to just figure out GPTs and, and creating GPTs for my knowledge base. This is a notebook LM. Come 2024, you guys, I shall be a, a, a bastion of knowledge and systemization. Yeah.
1: It's bad, huh? Hmm, not bad. You know, as long as. And that was a. To be fair, if it goes back to, like, February or March, it won't be enough detail for me to remember the full episode. But, like, if I look back at an episode from November, October, and I read that little summary, I'm like, okay, I remember what we talked about.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so,
0: um, so for ex- okay, okay. let's start the show first. Oh, okay. First and foremost, let's start the show. I need to start the show with some energy. Dan, let's start the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's
1: do it. Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: again you might as well start paying us that is Agora by Night Freak featuring Emmanuel
1: Zhao.
0: I was out this weekend Dan I was on these streets mm, what's where, different where were you where were you Dan where was I I was on these streets Rob Maxon was, 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 was back in the country for a little bit bumped into him he was like no film you, you gotta pull through to Utopia I was like I got you son pitched up uh, shout out to, to Maxon for the VVIs you know what I'm saying backstage you know I'm talking about (laughs) and uh, Sam Cosmic was there Sam Cosmic dropped an ill set I think Sam Cosmic did about like five Night Freak exclusives and then he dropped Gora I don't think we've discussed it much on this podcast but the Afrotech movement in Zim is, is onto something they're onto something big and seeing Zimbabwean fans vibe out to Zimbabwe and Afrotech the way they've been vibing to recently. I'm at a loss for words, man. So shout out, shout out, shout out everyone who's doing it in the scene, man. Shout out to the team at um, Fort Infinity. Shout out, of course, to Rob Magson. Shout out to Sam Cosmic. Shout out to Night Freak. Shout out to Halu. Uh, Shout out to the team at Afro Beyond. Shout out to Solo. Like, there's a bunch of people who are working on this movement and uh, it's a beautiful thing to see bruh. it takes me back to the, the days of like when we were starting up you know Zim Hip Hop and all that so shout out to them but yes Dan you know what this is this, this is probably our last recorded show of the year um, let's pick it a good one you know let's, let's, let's put our best foot forward it's gonna be a 5 hour episode extravaganza we've got exclusive interviews
1: absolutely not look I can, what I can tell you guys got drops what I can tell you guys is that uh, this episode is, this is coming, this is pure, unadulterated love. Because it's mm. it's Unity Day Eve, Phil. And as you know, that's a traditional day of debauchery and revelry. So, the fact that, you know, we, we decided to forego any other activities. Just so we could sit down, record something for y'all. Give you something in your holiday period that you can listen to. I, look. 20, don't let 2023 end without you becoming a patron. Aye, aye. Don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. So, what I can tell you is this is going to be a short one. Uh, you know, we've just come from uh, from from the liquor store, Phil. You know, just setting ourselves up for the next few days. Um, oh, you just gave a liquor. You know, actually, just me, I got you a, a, an
0: anniversary gift. You don't, obviously don't care because I, uh, I haven't picked. Phil,
1: am I yet. supposed to phone you and say, hey?
0: Uh, you got me a gift. No, me. I phoned you and then I said, Yo, I've got an anniversary gift. And you're like, ah no, I've already left, so I'll hit you up when I get back. You never gave me a
1: no Philip. <laughs> <Thank you, man. laughs> <Fill it. laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey man, I'm 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 never yeah. gonna phone you to remind you about a gift. If you were gonna give me a gift, man, I'm I'm very happy to accept it. Very grateful for it. Thank you very much. I appreciate
0: mm-hmm. it. Hey, which actually reminds me. I need I need to I need to place an order for some holiday festivities myself.
1: yeah, yeah. No, just 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 you know
0: we anyway, just just uh, just. Uh, oh yeah but, but also Dan also you're an amateur I already told you this but it's fine Audi. But I told you Dan I now have the hookup may I get wholesale, not retail but it's fine continue
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah alright let's talk we'll talk we'll talk after this but uh, anyway let's let's uh, let's start Philip Philip um, you know you know we are we are here to to do things correctly uh, are you good to go Saudi Arabia
2: let me hear a drum play
1: <laughs> right Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Two Broke Twimbles are back again for the last episode, the last episode of 2023, Well, the last live episode we will do something for you again next week, don't worry. But for now, I want to say, my name is Danny That Guy, a.k.a. Danos the Mad Titan, a.k.a. Den AKA Denimbi, my life, your entertainment, a.k.a. I'm done with these streets, never see me as the gent who invites hands to a bride just to make the sadza, a.k.a. Akuna Moon Wendy Dan
0: and he's here with the one and only that mistake with the irrefutable that <laughs> Phil Chad aka Flame Floss the Big with, a.k.a. <laughs> B. A.k.a. Phil on Musk. A.k.a. Filthy Phil. Sexington Love. And of course, The uh, Tengerewo. One more drinky, But make sure it's original. <laughs> so we we'll are here once again on that episode of Two Broke Twimbles. In fact, I wanted to cuss you out earlier today, Dan. I wanted to cuss you out. Dan, <laughs> why? <laughs> Dan. I'm in the middle of a crisis. In the middle of i I'm very well aware of the crisis. I am dealing with calls from people. I do not want calling me at this time of the year. And then you come with your stupid jokes. I was like, this is normal. Oh, I wanted to catch out so
1: bad. I feel that was my way of just alerting to something, which I assumed you were already alert to. But just in case... Just in case, I was at DEFCON.
0: Then I was literally at DEFCON. I was I was on a five-way call. Actually, uh, when, dude, when I saw it, ever, I chuckled. Have you ever I a lie. conference call and then people people add four more people to the conference call? I was like,
1: no way. I was I was, I was watching that. I, I saw it and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Phil is not having a good day. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: But actually, I turned it
1: around. I'll, I'll tell you. Ah, when it comes to flipping it, damn. that's on- this day, honestly that's very that's a very that's low-key a win. For your for your campaign. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's maybe there's no need for us to get into too much detail because in a passage We're not here to discuss Rebas. <laughs> um, but yeah, hey, let's let's uh, oh yeah, by the way, so I, I made a brief reference. I just wanted to quickly get this out of the way at the beginning of the podcast. I made a brief reference in the beginning in my intro to uh inviting Hans over to a bride. This is so it's such a let me kill the music. Again. It's such a stupid situation. So the background is. Some, uh, some girl on Twitter posted up a, a screenshot of a, an invitation she got to a bribe. It was, it was a, someone reminding her. In fact, let me just, let me actually just find it here so I can read it for the sake of context, right? Um, so uh, basically this girl, I have it here. I saved it in my bookmarks. There it is. There we go. She says, hi, Bo, this gent invited me to a bribe, which is tomorrow. I said, sure. Then he just texted me this, right? Hey, are you still keen on tomorrow? She says, hey, yes. Can you please help with the pup? She's like, no, oh, I'm a guest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: this was hilarious. It's actually now sitting on 4.2 million views, which is huge. <laughs> because this obviously led to a discourse. And it just, it takes me back to a different time. Um, so, <laughs> Phil, do you remember? And, and I, don't, I don't use these phrases now. And I am well aware how disrespectful they are. But back in the day, the idea of stoko teams, um, bring people. You, you remember that. What a stupid time, man. You know, when, when you go to an event, wait, a bride. Wait, wait, I love how you speak. I, dude, dude, we're in the midst of December, man. I love how you talk like this is something of the past. No, no, no. no this is, not this. at all. Don't Don't get me wrong. Going somewhere, having a good time, taking girls, nothing wrong with that. The thing is, just the way it used to be framed was so problematic. The idea was you're invited to a bribe, but you got to bring stock. What does that
0: mean? To be fair, Daniel, you know, I never heard the term stock
1: until... To, to be fair, it was when, was... when was it those screenshots? Yeah, the, huh? it was probably post our, our generation yeah, of was being a, young and being It same. was
0: when those screenshots for South Africa came out. I don't know. But like the, the bring dages thing, I think it was a little common but so uh, we've discussed it on the podcast
1: before. A lot of the times you used to get invited because, because like days we've with us. So we'd be like, it's cool, we got home. We, we standard, come out of the squad. Standard. It used to be teams. At least that's what, I, that's how people's like, yo, bring teams. So. <laughs> yo, what the a throwback. Then we've grown up so much. <laughs> that's what, that's what I'm saying. When I saw this discourse, I know it still happens. I'm just remembering when we were still young and kids or whatever. And we used to be, that was the most important thing. There's a bra, you got to bring teams. Man, What a dumb, stupid time, man. (laughs) In fact, there's a, hey man, this is a, this is such an old story. I feel like I could talk about it. So how I met um, that whole squad, Anagore, Simba Tags, uh, Reverb 7, whatever, whatever, is because they were throwing a party. This was back in 2009, I think. Mm. Showtime Showtime And they were throwing a party And they were (laughs) So they hit me up And they were like Yo We've just noticed That you seem to know A lot of Dejies And I remember When I got their call I was like What the What is this What is What is actually happening Right now And they're like Nah We want to give you A VIP invite to our party Plus we want to give you Like plus 10 Plus 15 How many people You want to bring
0: (laughs) And what to be fair... Nice
1: no, I mean, the the whole idea is we have a party. Let's invite some people we think are cool because they'll also bring what? Girls. So, you know, I don't know. It was their mistake for thinking I was cool because I made jokes on Twitter. But I delivered. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs>
0: I, 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 I delivered.
1: I I delivered. I delivered. Ah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't... Delivery, boy. It wasn't... It wasn't bring teams. It was just invite your friends. Do you know what I mean? I sincerely hope and I know it's not the case, but I hope for some of you at least, when you are talking about bring dages bring teams, what you simply mean is just because so you know, hanging out with dages is fun. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. What a throwback!
0: It's a, key, it's a key component. It's a key component of a you know a good evening.
1: What a throwback! And and ladies, if you are being invited to cook, to be the one to cook the salsa...
0: no, okay, no, <laughs> that we need to address first and foremost. So I mean. I don't know who ra- I don't know who raised you, you niggas. I, I, <laughs> g- I genuinely don't know who raised you. <laughs> so I don't know what what's going on with y'all at home. I don't know what's happening in your lives. But when you just meet someone and you're like, yo, this is, this is probably our first time hanging, and already you're, you're putting them to labor. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> like, are you okay? Like, is everything, like, what is wrong with you, my guy? If you can't cook the satsa, and your boys can't cook the satsa then you better make some potato salad. Better get that rice. Figure it out. You're a grown ass man.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing, right? Um, I can understand um, assigning tasks based on people's strengths. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you're really good at brying. So can you Oversee the bride stands and make sure that everything's good. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you know how to make that pot work in the kitchen. Can you help out? And let's not pretend we don't live in a patriarchal country, society, continent, really. No, but uh, fair enough. I I, but, I, I know in, in many people's minds, that's the, the, the default is I know the women will cook the sadza. As much as that's very old thinking, I don't think that's. That's not even the real problem here. The real problem is how do you invite someone who's not connected to hosting in any way, but the premise of their invite is to come and cook Are <laughs> You guys are
2: joking. I had
1: a good chuckle at that, man. And, and the jokes that came out for it were also fighting. That. Anyway, um... Let's, uh, let's actually start the show with some positivity, Phil, before, we, before we, we summarize the year, discuss some of the topics of the week, and then really get out of here as quickly as possible. I um, want to give a big shout out to some Zimbabweans doing it big. Uh, that is the Zimbabwe cricket team. Not the men. No, no, no. The men have done terribly. The Zimbabwe women's cricket team uh, that shined at the ICC Women's T20 Tournament qualifiers. Uh, They and Uganda were the two teams that qualified. Zimbabwe had an an incredibly impressive display, apparently uh, winning five matches out of five. So uh, yeah, congratulations to Zimbabwe. Mm. Uh, Of special mention is Modesta Mupachikwa, who scored 131 runs and was voted the batter of the tournament. Um, So yeah, they're going to be, they won the the final qualifier match of the Africa region uh, and uh, basically secured their place in the T20 tournament. So shout out to them. And uh, at least we have a, a Zimbabwean team that's doing well on an international level. So shout out to Zimbabwe women's cricket team. Um, uh, I think that's pretty much uh, the only Zimbabweans or Africans doing it big. Although as I was doing my research, I came across a very funny story in the in the Herald and you're going to see why it's funny just now, Phil. And many of our keen EAT listeners will be able to notice as well. The title of this from a couple of days ago in the Herald is Miss Teenager South Africa's small steps to change the world.
0: Miss Teenager South Africa's small steps to change. Okay, <sighs> my homie, yeah, yeah, look at the change in the world. <sighs> there you go, my
1: airport buddy. My airport buddy, what I play? How you doing? The youth on which you gazed. <laughs> I don't know. The story here is, uh, you know, you know the usual story about models and changing the world. But she's 17. So.
0: Why I could change the way What's her name?
1: Iminati um, Dondolo. Anyway, I thought that was a funny throwback from, <laughs> a, a reminder of what we'd spoken about previously. <clears throat> All right. Um, shall we catch up from last week, Philip? Um,
0: Hold on, Dan. Actually, you know, b- before, before we begin, Dan, I have to play this for you. Okay, so Dan, uh, I think we've discussed cyan Buji. no, no, no actually. Crims has tried to have us discuss yes. cyan <laughs> Bougie a couple of times on the podcast, and we've refused. but as you as you might know, cyan Bougie has uh, taken up DJing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I've, I've seen some clips.
0: <laughs> this one is the it's like talent, delivery, mm. skill. Let, let me the music shall speak for itself. Hold up that.
1: Immaculate. Immaculate. Oh. Fire. What is blending? My assumption was that she was playing one song in VLC, then she played the other one in Windows Media Player. <laughs> That's what I assume happened. <laughs>
0: I don't understand like dude do you know do you know like it takes effort to to mismatch house songs (laughs) they're they're at the same they're at the same BPM all you have to do is press you might get the wrong cue in point you might be off but at least the beats will be (laughs) insane she couldn't even do that part.
1: Do you know how bad
0: Dan do you know how bad You have to DJ For people to start Did you know Okay let me play it again Hold on I don't even know. It's, it. okay. it's, okay. listen, listen, it's okay Listen to this listen, listen. Okay. Listen.
1: Presses play on windows Media player
0: there's a man shouting in the background. It hey, hey. was like, you know, like when someone knocks on the DJ booth and they spill champagne and now there's a fracas. That's what it sounds like. It's like, oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Just <about> DJ, man. <laughs> and it's like, oh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, wait, wait.
1: Oh, that's deliberate. Oh, snap. My bad. <laughs> so there's a, there's a couple of things that we discussed in last week's episode that I would like to make reference to. So we had some great conversation. You know, what, this week the, the Patreon group has been on fire. Um, yeah,
0: because people on leave and <laughs> there's nothing to do
1: <laughs> so um, there was a bit of reference we, you know we discussed Taylor Swift and I, I I kind of enjoyed a little bit of the discussion there because there was a bit of a debate about how well known Taylor Swift is in, in the black community um, so um, obviously I know that not all of our listeners are black right I know we have white listeners we have uh, listeners of different ethnic groups alright so I understand that there's some who listen to, some who don't listen to and whatever. But I think it's it was just a matter of interesting conversation about do people in the black community or people of color generally listen to Taylor Swift? And I think we sort of felt that they generally don't. So I was interested to see some of the discussions that were going on in our Patreon group and some of the discussions I also saw on Twitter. So in our Patreon group, uh, there were some people that mentioned that, listen, uh, I think someone mentioned my my eight-year-old was surprised that you guys don't know any any Taylor Swift songs. And then others were like, yo, I know some Taylor Swift songs. And I was like, no, I don't know any. Really. So I just think it's interesting. We all live in such different worlds. And I don't think, I think I, the more I thought about it, and as I listened back to that episode, I think my theory about algorithms plays at least 50% of the reason why. Reason why. Another thing, another discussion. No. Another discussion point uh, that also came up was the Jonathan Majors issue. Now, look, we're going to, there's been some updates, obviously, since we last discussed this. Um, but we received a DM, Phil, that uh, I just want to address and, and and it made me a little bit worried. Uh, hmm. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Uh, this was from, I won't say the name. Uh-oh. I was about to say, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Sure. Uh, people have been commenting here. Um, I really should have prepared this in advance. Okay, I can't find the DM. Let me, let me, let me just, uh, let me just give the 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 overall basics of what it said. Hold on. It'll take me one second to find
0: the DM because I am organized. You you are not. Hi oh, guys. Right. Hi guys. Hope you'll be back before the holiday. I just thought I'd chime in on the whole Jamie Foxx scandal. There we go. I know you guys are on the side of the survivors, but I just wanted to shed light on the fact that when some women undergo a stressful situation such as alleged assault, their reaction might not always be to push away the person. It becomes more like they are frozen, deer in headlights. So the response varies for everyone. That's indeed Thank true. I mean, we respond. We had a nice little conversation with them,
1: uh, but yeah. So, my worry when I read this DM was, I think sometimes in our in in our very lighthearted conversations that we have here on the podcast, it may seem like we are not putting a lot of uh, gravity on how serious some of these discussions, how serious some of the other mm. things are. Right. So, for example, when we're mm-hmm. talking about sexual assault, obviously and i think anyone who's listened to us on this podcast for long will know that we take that very seriously and we're we're on the side of the victim um so I, I i don't want anyone to listen to us and think that i know these guys were saying maybe this or maybe that i think what we were trying to do is there are those situations and we're not, those are those are separate there's a there's a very small <laughs> subset of situations very small subset of situations that happen where a conversation needs to be had about, wait, was this someone overstepping their bounds? Was this someone who was unsure how to react, etc.? So I I think, I, I don't know, I felt, it felt, it felt heavy on me that some people might feel that, ah, no, these guys don't really take it that seriously. Guys, we take it seriously. Just my way, other things, we just, you know, it's those small subset of situations of approaching someone in public. Hey, let's say you're a single person. You start speaking to someone you have to make moves. You have to, you clearly have to, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta um, show your interest. So at which point, sometimes you may misread the situation, right? That's what we're talking about. Those, that's a very small subset of situations. All these other things, I ah, know, I think our, our stance on that has been very clear on this podcast. So thank you very much for sharing that, uh, that DM with us. Just to remind us not to, you know, not to, not to cheapen certain things. That's fair enough. And obviously, we don't want to offend anyone, but
0: we also want to be fair. We want to be balanced. Um, and also, ultimately, like, I think people come here for our opinions. Sometimes we'll have an opinion. That opinion might change with more information. That opinion might be wrong. And sometimes that opinion might be insensitive. Um, as the saying goes, like, it's not a joke if you're never serious. You know what I mean? So we, we
1: try to balance the two, you know, so wait, the levity what? and the gravitas. Huh? It's not a joke if huh? you're never serious. Mm. No, wait.
0: No. Yeah. It means like, if it, it, it's never a joke, right? If everything is a joke, then what determines a joke? So sometimes you have to have moments of grav- gravitas and seriousness and a conversation that we just have so that we can have lighthearted moments. If we just have lighthearted moments without any serious thing, then we're no longer like um, a balanced podcast. We're just like Andrew Tate without the self-awareness.
1: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, yeah. Thanks thanks for that. Thanks for that. So, okay. We spoke about Jonathan Majors. Uh, look, let's take... Clearly, there's been news this week. So, I figured let's... <coughs> let's get into it. So, the story is that uh, the courts ruled him as guilty on two counts, I believe. Two of the four, yeah. So, for the record... The ruling is not that he assaulted his girlfriend. The ruling is that mm-hmm. he was reckless in his mm-hmm. behavior um there his legal team then said he was he was charged as being reckless during fleeing from his girlfriend. uh Some people have interpreted that to mean what it means he was he was a little bit aggressive as he tried to protect himself, but he didn't actually attack her i don't. I don't know no, what how... happened. is,
0: remember he tried to push her in the car
1: yeah. and then he started running. So that, yeah. I I'm I'm no I'm no legal expert neither have I paid super close attention to this case so I'm I I don't have 100% information Isn't that wild though. Hmm?
0: Like wouldn't you say like 3 years ago, 3 4 years ago if you told us yo the co- the centerpiece of the MCU the next centerpiece of the MCU is
1: going to something would we not be on top of this? If we like we ice. absolutely would have been, Phil. We would have been. We would have had every mm-hmm. little piece of information on the tip of our tongues. I haven't even watched Loki season two, so I haven't. I, I, haven't, I don't, even don't even know if Loki season
0: two is going to be available. You know what I mean? Like they might take him off. What? Wait, what if they use? What if they use his AGI yeah.
1: to remove him from Loki season two? No, yo, they wouldn't do that. <laughs> they wouldn't. Man, do you guys, do you guys know what Josh Brolin was accused of, and he's the Thanos.
0: N- Dan, what what is Josh Brolin again? What is it? Romama?
1: Romama? Romama? Sorry, Josh Brolin? Josh Brolin was arrested for GBV. Mm. For beating his wife. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. But, yes. It was was a different time. It was a different (laughs) time. He's changed. You know, people change, man. Why
2: you you mean a man just held by his mistakes with the past, man? He's changed, man. Come on.
1: My point is, let me, let me be honest with you guys. If you, every single public figure, I would say almost without exception, if you are to scrutinize the past and the history of everyone, you will ruin art
0: for You'll <laughs> log on to Netflix and it will be nothing but Baby Boss. So, it'll be like three Baby Boss episodes, that's that. <laughs>
1: Some random show from the Philippines made exclusive by women, maybe I don't know. My point here is not to excuse or to overlook, or that people mustn't face consequences or accountability. Not at all. I think they must. Mm-mm. And is all, all I'm saying is, don't expect perfection. Mm-mm. If news comes out, people are caught. Even if it's soap, they must face. They must face accountability. They maybe must face just, the
0: consequences.
1: Maybe let's not they just be so aggressive. Let's not be so aggressive in digging because otherwise there'll be nothing left. Mm, Maybe that's, maybe that's what I'm Mm. saying. We must find the information, but not now. Maybe let's give a couple of years and then we find it. And then the person faces accountability. You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise it'll be too much. Um, but anyway, yeah. So the story with Jonathan majors is he was found guilty on two out of four counts, uh, guilty of assaulting and harassing his now ex-girlfriend. Um, So, uh, both, weirdly, both uh, uh, defenses somewhat uh, celebrated the outcome. Uh, Also, the verdict wasn't unanimous. The jury had a mixed verdict. So, uh, yeah. So, the uh, major's defense lawyer emphasized that the actor wasn't convicted of the most serious charge he faced, which was assault with intent, but rather uh, he was convicted of uh, uh, being reckless. So, uh, yeah, what, what does this mean? Well, what it means is that, reportedly, I didn't see any official uh, Marvel eh, 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 messaging, but all the blogs were reporting that Jonathan Majors... What official? Did, did Marvel uh, say BBC something? BBC reported. No, I BBC did Marvel or Disney that say that something? Was there a press release or something?
0: Uh, then, you know, they're soft launching it. They also, yeah, yeah. They, they're giving up possible deniability because I think what's going to happen is um, they're trying to gauge public sentiment and they're going to wait and see and if the block is not too hot then they'll start sinking back and they'll just delay they'll delay well what is I think the total investment for the movies is supposed to be and we're looking at close to a billy Disney has lost too much money this year to just let a billy write off they're going to they're going to hold up you're going to wait and see. Because firing him now will be difficult. So they'll let, the soft launch, they'll see the stories into the, the media. Then they'll also see what Jonathan Majors does to repair his brand and then they'll see what, what they
1: can do. I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think, um, I don't think Disney, Bob Iger and Kevin Feige and crew are the wait and see type of people. Um listen, I know our, our audience is uh, wide, far and wide, varied. If anyone has the ear of anyone at Disney or Marvel, Disney or Marvel, and my suggestion may seem to make sense, just throw it there. Just let it die. It's okay. It's okay. These are comic book movies. <laughs> comic books get retconned all the time.
0: Yeah, I think I think they should start again. That's it. Um, so
1: I, I understand that- one, Phase one to four was good. Great. But now you have X-Men. Now you have X. No, 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 no. Not even, maybe you, not even that. I would take it even more radical than that, Philip. I know there's some things that are already in production. There's some things maybe that are halfway through filming or some things that have already... Fine, you've already invested. You've whatever. Let's wrap up everything. That's, those are
0: all tax write-offs though. But those are all, Remember what, what, what Warner Brothers have been doing. They'll just do the, the Warner Brothers technique and just write it off. They'll cancel it and write it no,
1: off. No, no. I mean, you know, you've already invested somewhat. There's people who watch it. Even if they flop, they'll still make money. You know what I mean? So... No, but you'll lose more, money. That's what I'm saying. Uh, don't, so, don't. What, the thing is, the,
0: what, what what is the Marvel's? Let, let's, okay, when you finish this point, what I want to look up, I don't want
1: to interrupt you. As you look this up, I'm going to look up what Marvel's cost and what it made. Carry it. Okay, on. so my point is, whatever is, let's say past halfway in production, just wrap it up, put it out there, don't make anything new. Cancel all other plans. Cancel phase six, seven, eight. Just cancel, 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 cancel. Cancel all contracts that you have with anyone. Do whatever payouts you have to do. Take the L. Give it a year or two just to breathe, just to breathe and start from scratch. You guys started the MCU from the Avengers, one by one, and then building them up. Start the MCU the other way. Start from the X-Men. Start with one X-Man or woman. <laughs> build a couple, build the team, introduce new Avengers as if the first thing never happened. Start from scratch. Redcon. You know what? It's been 15 years since the first MCU movie, 2008, Iron Man. It's okay. Let's start. Let's make it 20 years. It's a new generation. We start, we start from scratch. We start from scratch, guys. You start shooting. Let's go with X-Men. Introduce the Fantastic Four. Bring in new Avengers. And we just move. Some people will be like, what happened? <laughs> da, da, da. But the rest of us, we, we will go right along with it. <laughs> and then also, do your background checks and also don't dig too deep into people. Yes, Phil. You're about to tell me how much money the Marvel's lost. <laughs> I never said it lost. I thought not to ask. Okay, because, because what you're suggesting was like even if it flops. No, because know, I mean, the game, my, my the point game, is because when the game, look at it this way. If you if you are 50 million in into a 100 million movie, right? If you stop now, you've lost 50 million, period. You don't gain anything. If you just finished 100 million and you make 100 million, you break even. If you've got to the end, you make 100 million movie, you make 50 million, you've made the same loss you would have made if you had just stopped but at least now you have another piece of ip out there that maybe long tail you can benefit from so my point is if it's past halfway just finish it and put it out there put a little bit of amount on on marketing and then just wrap it up wrap up phase 5 you can't put but dan i know you'll still like, make a loss i know you got to you got to commit you, somewhat you, but you, no but then you can't
0: in as much as I hate what's being done at HBO Max, one blah 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 blah. The reason why he's writing off the movies is it's not a loss. Like you write off all the expenses that you had to pay in production, and you actually have a net positive at the very least break even. When you release it, you have to reach certain benchmarks because how, 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 will, left, how will you have like, a net
1: positive, Phil? Help me understand here. Yeah. So if it's an mm-hmm. was this yeah yeah. How will you have a net positive? The best- You the absolute, it off as a loss. The absolute it, best you can so, get is, is breaking even. It,
0: but if it's amortized over multiple- So here's the other thing that people don't consider, right? If you work for Marvel, so let's say Marvel, this is a good Marvel. If you, play, if you work for Marvel for 12 months out of the year, those 12 months normally would not be dedicated to that movie alone, right? You'll have other projects that you'll be working on yeah. in, in whatever capacity you are. However, if I write off your salary because you are on that production, I'm,
1: I'm now amortizing and reducing the cost on the other productions. Fine. Because, but it won't be. You can't go net positive. Okay. And no. no the, the, the creative accounting that's going to have to happen there for you to go net positive. I understand what you're saying. You, you tax write-offs. You amortize. Eventually, over, over a long period, you've essentially minimized your loss. I think that's the best you can do. Minimize your loss. Maybe even break even, but I don't think so. And especially for this thing, for this kind of thing where you have to pay for all kinds of rights and uh, sign this. Sure, there's some people that work on multiple movies and so on, but not everyone. Anyway, that's besides the point. That was just my suggestion. Just kill everything. Drop, finish, round up phase five, cancel everything else, and let's just let's start scratch. Let's not even go to phase six. We're starting from phase one again and we don't even mention the other ones. They just exist there. We don't mention them. We don't refer to them. They're not connected. Just start again. Mm-hmm. You lose nothing. Hard reset. I mean, you lose a little bit, but my point is too much is broken right now. The multiverse is literally broken. I feel like you're going to have to do all kinds of weird twisting and jumping around. But anyway, so that's the story on Jonathan Majors. Uh, he's reportedly been dropped. Wait, by I haven't even,
0: we haven't even answered, Dan, you, you're jumping it. How much did... How much was the Marvel's budget? Take a guess. Give me a guess.
1: Oof. I'm going to guess 200 million, including marketing.
0: Very close. Very close. It was actually 270. 270. Okay. Yeah, 270 million. How much do you think it's grossed globally to date? Once again, globally to date. 400. You are incredibly wrong. According to Box Office Mojo, to date globally, it has grossed two hundred (laughs) million. So let's let's be generous and say Disney are now getting thirty percent of that because that's that's the rough that's the rough um, split between box office and studio revenue. That's two hundred four million. That's sixty one million. They've lost one hundred they've actually lost 200 million hey, they'll make it Marvel. back on DVDs <laughs> they'll make
1: it back on DVDs Phil don't worry they'll make it back on DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> you lost 200 million Yo, that's wild <laughs> is the Marvels even good I heard Loki season 2 is good I haven't watched it still I- I'll find time no Loki see. season 2 I heard it was good but, uh, the Marvels-ish I don't know it's it's the holidays you know what I mean so I might actually I'll like find some time to watch it I'll watch it. it I'll make sure I the problem is yeah. I need to remind myself what happened in the previous movies and there's like 30 of them now plus the TV shows hey, amen jeez Louise
0: um, That's, I think Anyway we discussed this in detail We need to figure out Which episode it was But if you scroll through our episodes In fact during during the holidays Go through all our episodes again But we discussed this in detail And we explained like Marvel just oversaturated the market man They just oversaturated the market
1: one, one time, Sometime maybe in January or February When we come back full, We must have an extra nerdy episode Just you know Just for some of our Super nerdy listeners And we we go deep Because I think we're glossing over it A little bit But we go deep into it but I don't feel like that now. And plus, this is a short episode. So anyway, that's the story of uh, Jonathan Majors. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be still with Megan. Good took a gamble there. Girl. Contract expired quickly. Took a gamble, girl, and you lost. I, I mean, I saw the vision. Man, she didn't take a. Did, did you take a gamble? You took a gamble, Brian. She took a contract. I saw the vision, So This is Marvel's next big big. If I'm the one who stands next to him in his darkest hour. And he somehow comes through. I'm golden.
0: Mm. How you go from a pastor to Jonathan Mages is
1: wild. um anyway, uh for the record, his team says he's gonna be working on clearing his name, so let's see what happens. All right, um, let's see anything else or we can talk about new things. um some sad news. We got news this week. Oopsie. Pardon me. Someone is formulating me. We got news this week that uh, Celine Dion lost control of her muscles. She's got... Uh, her health condition is worsening. She's uh, She's got uh, something called stiff person syndrome. And uh, now she's lost control over her muscles. So that's very sad to hear. Um, and I think... Think we should uh, start preparing ourselves for sad news not too far in the distant future.
0: Ah, don't say that, Dan. Do not I say, that. say I like that. I don't like that. I don't like the energy. I don't like that I vibe. Celine, Celine will go on. Okay, okay. Please, I have like fifty road trips that Celine is the soundtrack to. No, nope, no, nope, nope. I will not. Her, do her
1: heart that. will go nope. on. Okay. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why Crims. I don't know why Crims put this on. Crims, I see. <laughs> I see you also in these documents. Why do you care so much? What? Uh, what about Jenna? Jeffrey Epstein huh? What are you doing Apparently at that is What are you doing at that named, Whatever um, Whatever let's move, on, let's move on to the hip hop awards Which we both attended <laughs> We were both there
1: Because we support Sim Hip Hop we, we support We support Beefy We know what he's about What's up Dan How did you find the awards? So I did not attend Now honestly I did intend on attending I just happened to be sick That weekend Mm-hmm. So okay. let's start. Let's start off by looking at the winners, and then we'll talk about some of the controversies around it. So the Zim Hip Hop Awards were held this past weekend uh, at Seven Arts Theatre in Avondale. That's the fifteenth of December. <laughs> Best male went to Holy Ten. Best female went to Young Gemini. Best hip hop group, domain. yo 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 yo
2: yo yo. Philip Chard.
1: Let me guess. You are outside. I'm in
2: someone's house outside it.
0: Mm. Do you not know what your your, your home looks like? Jimbo bed. You're you're old now. You're washed. Stay indoors. Relax. Read a book. Read the Bible. Something.
2: What? I am washed. Hey,
1: Me? Please don't you're you're on the podcast. Um,
2: <laughs> oh so I was about to say something really bad.
1: Okay. Yeah, just as don't well, don't don't listen to you. Phil. Phil is jealous of you. He wishes he could uh, be outside as much as you. So, um, we're just talking about the the Zim Hip Hop Awards. Uh-huh. We want to talk to someone. <laughs> we okay? understand
0: yes. you were in attendance. Yes,
2: I attended them. Um, mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Lady K, Lady Sometimes, Kuda, yeah.
1: who is a well-known voice in the realm of hip hop, is about mm-hmm. to give us a breakdown of the 2023
2: Zim Hip Hop Awards. Take it away, Lady K. I should have never answered this call. But anyway, right. So I attended the Zim Hip Hop Awards. Um, as always, it started late. I think that's the one thing the Zim Awards are actually very popular for. Uh, they were only started at seven. They only started around nine. Attendance was terrible. The only people who attended were the nominees, people artists, and sponsors. I think you could literally count the fans. I think there were maybe like five or six. The hosts were terrible. Um, as we all are very much aware, this year was the year that hip-hop turned 50. So everywhere yeah. in the world, if it's anything to do with hip-hop, they're celebrating, um, people are coming up in numbers, giving ode to all the people who paved the way to allow hip-hop to be where it is today. So now you get three hosts. If, if, um, obviously, Okinobo Styles is obviously one of the individuals who's one of the biggest uh, people w- behind in uh, hip-hop, which is great. Um, But then we had Babongi Um, for my, and he was actually a rapper back in the day. like she took us back, he made it okay. But then at one point it kind of ripped off. A show, so we kind of track a little bit there. Um, Noxy was there. She was literally there, just looked pretty. She's my girl. I love her to death. But she knew absolutely nothing about them hip hop, which is quite uh, you know. I mean, like it's hip hop. At least just ask a few people. She could have asked P D, even me. Just say one or two things about hip hop. No, the only thing she came on stage was to do was just to thank the sponsors. She knew nothing. She didn't give any ode to hip-hop. She gave an ode to me. It's great. But I just feel like it would have been nice if the host can engage your card a little bit more about hip-hop. Uh, the Noble styles, as much as he was, like I said, a great person to be uh, on the forefront in regards to the hip-hop, he was completely flushed out of his mind. <laughs> so bad to the point was where he was even making Noxy feel uncomfortable. Sorry, who was Who was slushed? You know, sorry,
0: was slushed, Noble,
2: noble styles. styles. Noble styles. He on. was completely slushed mm. out of his mind, and mm. he started saying a lot of inappropriate things. Was knocked. See, and you could tell it was very uncomfortable. Mm. But then the performances. Out of all of the performances, ninety percent of the performances were terrible. The thing of the hip hop artists getting on stage and jumping from left from left to right. And standing in the middle and then waving their hands, thinking that's a way to engage the crowd, has to be left in 2023. We're so tired of that. The only zombie group of artists who actually got on the stage and did what we were supposed to do in terms of performing was K-Flow. K-Flow lived literally reenacted his musicals on the stage. He had props, he had um, the guys who literally on the stage dressed in the red and white, they were all on the stage. It was engaging, it was fun, everybody stood up and really gave him his all oh, that this is literally what is supposed to be done as a hip hop performer. I mean, I think when we watch all the other shows and what other artists are doing, people are literally going all out. You know what I mean? I'm not saying you have to have a band because obviously there wasn't a budget for that. But even if you're lip singing, there's so many tricks and gimmicks that you can do to have a good performance, you know? So the performances were terrible. Then the winners... Um I was very happy for K-Flo winning New Best Newcomer because I think we all know Keplar has been doing very very well throughout the year. Uh there isn't anything that he hasn't done that has been great and he's such a cool kid, you know, what I mean, very well spoken, very humble. He does what he needs to do and he's not interested in all this other stuff. So it's it's nice to see young artists being appreciated within the culture because then you know, we literally he's literally the one that's shining the torch for the others. As to this is what you're supposed to do. Young Gemini won Best Female. Love Young Gemini. She's been doing very, very well. Um, Best album. Album of the Year went to Malcolm Afundian Cynic. Mm-hmm. It's still up, to, up for debate for me. But then now, when you now speak on Album of the Year winning on different platforms all over the world, you'd find that a lot of the times it has moved away from being the most popular project to now a project that is actually done properly. Is it a true representation of what Zim Hip Hop is? I'd say yes and a little bit of no. Yes, the fact that Zim Hip Hop is now in a stage where the artists are now expressing themselves more freely. Um, There's so much more going on. The artists are not holding anything back. Is it an album that I can say can compete with other hip hop albums, let's say in other countries? I really don't think so. You know what I mean? So, but hey, that was the winner. Um, who else won? Um, best group went to Doe Major and Dingo Duke. Those two are incredible together. They've got this new, this sound, um, Shabina, uh, Shabine, was actually released a project. And I really like the two. I really do think they've got something going on. I think it would work out. Best alternative went to Baga. Now... I'm not really sure what the criteria was for best alternative because Baga, for my understanding, is a hip-hop artist. He has maybe one or two alternative songs, but as an entire artist, that's not best alternative. He right? has red you know? hair, hey,
0: Kudawa. <sighs> oh <my God. laughs>
2: I have red hair. Hey. Yeah, anyway, I've I'm, 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 I'm got blonde hair right now. But you're, but and that's why you're I, an I alternative. You have no hair. What do there, you mean? There, you're an alternative you radio no
1: presenter with, with blonde <laughs> hair. Mm.
0: alternative in the fact that Look. she she pitches up once every 3 months okay <laughs> um, <laughs> one
2: um okay i have to go to my list now okay wait, oh, wait one last thing one, last thing one last thing no no one last thing after. before you go
1: cuz you know, but one last thing um what was the story what's the whole story with saint flo
2: So apparently, Saint Flo was um, nominated, and then he pulled out. Was he nominated or was he pulled out? I'm not sure. But then the management felt like the, that he didn't want to be a part of the awards, and they pulled him out. And as always, people have different views as to why. Why did he not get nominated? Why did he not win? And all this jazz. I think what's happening now is that a lot of artists, are not. they don't have much faith in the Zen Hip Awards. I mean... Kiki, Uncle um, Kruger, they all pulled out from the awards last year as well. So I think it's, it's, I think it's something that we, people need to start to realize that it's why are artists now not trusting the awards, what's happening within the awards, and is there something that can be done to at least... Because at the end of the day, the awards are for the artists. Now, if some of the biggest artists who are predominantly dominating the charts and clubs and parties, whatever, Zim Hip Hop artists, are now not wanting to attend the Zim Hip Hop Awards. It it's a, it's a cause for concern. So, yeah. Mm, but then say also his last project, his last project, like Rise and Lead, can we call it a hip-hop project? Because it wasn't a hip-hop project.
0: I think you're conflating hip-hop and rap. It was hip-hop.
2: It wasn't hip-hop. Okay. It
1: look, definitely
2: wasn't hip-hop. Y- so you, was, you
1: know was, what? Was, was yeah, last album. Two,
2: okay, for me, yes?
1: Look, look guys, In terms of definition of hip-hop, that's a whole other debate. There's no point in us getting into this. But I think it's, to be fair, hip-hop globally has become such a wide and diverse genre. So many things can qualify as hip-hop. So, you know, that's a whole other debate. But, yeah, please do go on. No.
2: Um... Okay, I, I think that's it. I just I, okay. I just feel like the awards are kind of losing their credibility according to the artists. They feel like most of the time the stuff that the awards or the, the individuals that are awarding to number one. um, The is one it, is, conversation is, is this I had because... Kiki was that she feels that the awards are not really benefiting the artists. Um, You win all these awards from them but then there's no monetary value to them and there's so many mm. things going on behind the scenes with these artists and they just feel like, well, we're not interested anymore.
1: Is is this? Are you feeling salty because you lost oh, the no, award?
2: No, 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 no. Why would I be salty? It's just, I it's just last your voice. Your voice went crap. I won the year be no, before that. I still no, said the award was crap. Your voice, your voice just went really um, high there. It's it's like, a no, big, no, so no, just no, being
1: no. Okay, huh? it's, <laughs> it's just your voice went really high when I was asking you about that. But you know.
2: No, no, no. I'm not faulty, guys. Please, please. <laughs> no, no. We're just teasing uh, take you. It, um, I'm not salty. I just think that ma woo you? <laughs> we're just
1: teasing you, Kuda.
2: Okay, okay. I just think okay, that. Last,
1: la- last thing. I know I said it was last one, but overall, was it at least enjoyable to be there? Did you have a good time?
2: Okay, so here's the thing for me, I love attending hip hop shows, I attend hip hop shows everywhere. South Africa, Zimbabwe, wherever I can get a chance to attend a hip-hop show, I absolutely love it because we're all literally the same people who enjoy the same music, um, who are the same thing. It's a great vibe for me because I got to meet so many people who have been shouting him in Twitter. It's so funny because a lot of people shout them in Twitter, but when they see me in person, they're all saying, oh my God, Lady K, I I am so sorry. I didn't mean to shout at you on Twitter on that day. It's amazing. It's just it's great. But I love the vibe I love being around Other people Who love hip hop As much as I do So that vibe Is always dope But then The actual Production Of the Zip hip hop awards Are always so Yeah just They just I don't know What's going on Every year It's the same thing It just doesn't change
0: Hmm No Breaking news From Lady uh-huh. K The hip hop awards Have questionable Questionable Uh What's the word I'm looking for, Dan? Credibility, and we're not well put together. And you know, this is this is not, this is not the hip hop words we know and love. And uh, I I think uh, Beefy's going to take some advisement, and he's really going to you know go go back to the drawing board, and next year come back better um, and more organized than ever. And uh, thanks for that, Lady K. We've been saying
2: that, please. We've been we've been saying that. Um, <laughs> nothing changes. I just really feel like another thing that I've, that I've noticed is that a lot of people who, okay, well, especially for their team, it would be very nice if we could actually experience other kind of shows and see how other people are doing it, see how other people are organizing, how everybody, um, the people that are in, in included in the, um, the entire production of these shows are actually, you know, they, they engage them. They have consultations with them. Okay, guys, how are you doing ABCD? Because there are quite a number of sponsors. Uh, Gnipe Light was there oh my goodness can somebody, can somebody uh, what is known what uh, like.
1: I was about to ask you we that. yeah we
0: don't know
2: <laughs> well he was there apparently he's one of the big sponsors uh, he made a grand entrance where the bodyguard was wait, 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 how much? How um, much? No,
0: wait, wait, wait. How much does it cost to become a sponsor of the book? Dan, we should sponsor the awards next year. Dan, Dan,
2: Dan, Dan, Dan,
0: Dan. This one's the I don't know,
2: I, I really don't know, but he was one of the sponsors, and um, that would be so yeah, funny. I, I don't know, I just, I just really think a lot of people just need to sit down, maybe do some consultations with other people, um, maybe get to speak to others who are doing very well. Like the namas, the namas are absolutely great. Um, People like that, just consult, even consult someone like Walter, who's doing like the Jakarta Festival. Obviously, it's two very different things, but it's more or less the same where we're just trying to do shows that are, you know, that make you want to attend. Like next year, I'm not attending. I'm tired. Oh my goodness, no, it's okay. I'll be at home.
0: No. Well, you know. If
2: I win, you can guys. still take my award for me if I win.
0: Okay, I'll, I will definitely I I will do that because yeah. we will anyway. Thank you. Yeah. That was that was our hip hop awards correspondent, Lady Gay. <laughs> Uh Thank you so much for giving us. You know, Dan, there's nothing we can add to the hip hop awards. I mean, she cut so it I think all, top uh, to bottom. Done. We, mm, top to top to bottom. Well done, Lady K. Thank you so much. Your check is in the mail, or rather, can you
2: not call me like on days when I'm sober, like during the day, like at twelve in the afternoon?
0: You, you, you are sober for like five minutes. There's like a five minute window where you aren't hungover. I like said 12.
1: Just... <laughs> oh, you're 12. Actually, it's better when we catch you like this because
0: then we get the anyway, unfiltered you. And, and, you know, the bo- the boring thing with the lady is, lady will be like, Phil, wait, I need a bottle. I'm like, cool, I got you. Where are you? Okay, I'll tell you later. And then she'll so call me at 11. Phil, where's that bottle?
1: where's the bottle? <laughs> 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 you're lying, Phil. So I've never called you
2: sounding like that. Okay. Firstly, secondly, you are the one who said, I've got your bottle. And I try to link up with you, but you were too busy. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Bye, right. Kuda. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye, Lady K. <laughs> Love you lot. Bye. Thanks for your succinct you. summary. Bye. Bye. I right, Dan. I think that ends the show. Anyway, thank you guys <laughs> so much for supporting us during this year. Um This has been great. Um The other stuff...
1: Yeah, yeah. Nice. I mean, I don't really yeah, want to talk see.
0: about that yeah, stuff. Yeah, cool. Well, I don't. Okay, no, actually, do the Scarface's Tiny Desk concert. I watched half of it. Probably so far the best Tiny Desk. I haven't watched KFC. it yet. I look forward I, to seeing that. I, it's amazing. If you love hip hop, shout out to him. I, I don't understand why KFC opening Quads is such a big deal. They sell fried. Okay, chicken. okay. Actually, I, no, 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 no. I want.
1: Chicken. I want to address this. Actually, I'm glad it's here. I forgot about this. So, this guy who often talks about uh, um, real estate, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, posted up on Twitter. Um, yo, KFC is opening up a, a new branch in Quetzana. That's a little bit weird. Uh, and, and let me let me say his exact words so that, you know, because I know now this boils down to semantics. I know I'm going to wrap this up very quick, Phil, but, you know, I've been wanting to rant about this. So, okay, he makes a reference KFC opening up in Kwadzana. Uh, This will only take me two minutes. Right? And then he says, please paint some color on this. Who is KFC's target market? I didn't see this location coming at this time. Right? People then took took that to great pains to explain that no KFC is not some kind of elite place where only rich people go. I think we know that. But I don't know why we act like we the, don't live in Zim. A streetwise 2 is 250. You are correct, Philip. It's not 250 by the way, but even if it were. You're I, was right. just, I was I was, I was just streetwise 4. You okay, know, let me not laugh. Wait, it's 4 bucks. But that's that's besides the point. Chicken Inn probably sells something similar. Maybe the difference is a dollar. But I don't know why we pretend like KFC in Zimbabwe has not been packaged and presented as being more premium than chicken in. Even if practically or price-wise, they're not. I don't know why people pretend or gaslight. Yes, globally, KFC is not premium in any form or fashion. Even in Zim, it's not really premium either. It's just fast food. But if you were to compare KFC to the other fast food places, there's a general understanding that KFC is viewed, painted, Looked at as more premium. Why are we sitting here pretending like we don't? Wait, know which that?
0: are the places? Which are the places?
1: Are this KFC versus Chicken In or versus Chicken Slice? No, you said other places. What I mean, I mean, where? in in SA, KFC is not really viewed as premium fast food. It's just a fast food joint. It's the same as McDonald's or KFC so, so, or whatever.
0: So, so this this is my this is my query. Who is positioning it as a premium fast food place?
1: Whether whether there's anyone positioning it as that or not in Zimbabwe, general sentiment is that KFC but isn't is packaged or viewed as more because it's an international franchise. Yeah, whatever the franchise. reason. My point is people wanted to pretend or act like that. So, now, I agree. We shouldn't be gatekeeping and saying the ghetto shouldn't get or Kuwadzana shouldn't get KFC. No one should ever imply that. Of course, there's people in plenty of people in Kuwadzana or any other place that can afford KFC. I, I completely get that. But my issue was, why was everyone pretending what do you mean? What do you, don't do you know KFC is just fast food? Yes, we know that. But come on, guys. Are you really going to sit there and act like that in Zimbabwe? KFC is not viewed as slightly more premium than chicken in or chicken slice. Come on, guys. I just wanted to rant about understand.
0: that. I don't understand this rant, but let's go ahead. What do you
1: mean you don't understand, Philip? Sitting as you are there. Old
0: man, old man screams at clouds. <laughs> is
1: <what> I, mean. <laughs> I saw people getting, I mean, some of the jokes were funny and of course I agree we shouldn't gatekeep. But I, I was just like, man, why are people acting or pretending? It's almost like gaslighting at a national level. Mm-hmm. KFC anyway, should open. Um, it once, it's time uh. to go holiday. Yeah, yeah, it's time. I, I honestly don't care. I honestly don't care. <laughs> Guys, we love you.
0: Uh Thank you so much for supporting us throughout the year. We're going to have some episodes uh, throughout the break. We'll figure out um, what those will be we'll actually ask the patrons the patrons will give us a summary we've also got some AI tools here um, Dan looking at our AI um, we need to be a little better with our metadata because it's making it difficult for uh, it's making it difficult for ourselves we're making our lives a little more difficult we're a little bit better AI, metadata this would be a cinch so we'll do that but anyway shout out to all our patrons that have got us through this year we love and we, we love you and we appreciate you thank you for the support. I'm going to try to do a limited run of shirts. Um, I'll let the patrons know first. They'll get first dibs. Then we'll also release them to the public. Shout out to everyone that comes up to us and, and says that they listen to the podcast and they support us. Really appreciate you. And yeah man yeah and Uh, just 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 to just to
1: remind you please take this opportunity before 2024 to support us to forward slash donate we would greatly appreciate it in the patreon group we might organize some link ups or some meetups or something for those who are in the country uh, diaspora people who are here now um so yeah take this opportunity to join that elite group of people and once again thank you for your support in 2023 and we look forward to bringing back some fire episodes for you in 2024 much peace and love uh, I guess that's it. We're going to end this with something new. We'll find something new to tack on to the end of this. Plenty of new music out. And uh, I guess we'll catch you in the next one. We out. Yeah! <laughs>